0: Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. Today is episode holy moly 55 way to roll girl <laughs> pat myself on the back all right i have a special guest here today and not only do i have a special guest um not just because he's special <laughs> oh i've been here too long maybe we are live in a podcasting studio in saint louis missouri i am here with uh mr on it aka trey lowell and what up trey holy moly Trey, Trey is back in the house. I will link to the first interview I did with Trey, a year over a year ago. Probably he was probably one of my first ten episodes, and we were talking about we were talking about his business and t-shirts. we didn't know what
0: we were talking about.
1: Well, I I, I had
0: no I, I had no clue what I was talking about.
1: I had a, I had some questions for you, so so I knew it was coming. I did. I had some questions for you, but we're gonna today's going to be sort of a free flowing episode. I Absolutely. don't have uh, a set set of questions. I know what I want to talk about with Trey. And I want to talk about my trip here, what we've been doing, and all that good stuff. So sit tight and uh, hold on. It's going to be an interesting ride because I think we're both a little punchy. We have been recording... Well, Trey's been recording.
0: <laughs> I just imagine like <laughs> I just imagine like Batman sound effects. What are those things called? Oh, it, the pow. Uh, the pow. Bam. Well, yeah, it's a really big word. What is that word? <laughs> oh, you mean like the, for the captions? Like the bubble Yeah, captions? what is that? That's um Man, that, oh boy, someone's yelling it to us right Someone now. Someone is. They're like... Mm.
1: Trey, you're, it's right on the tip of your tongue. What is it?
0: I don't know. We'll figure it out. But pow, that's what I imagine when you said that. Like, <laughs> There's been a lot of sound effects coming in like like Batman.
1: There have been a lot of sound effects. And so we started yesterday morning recording. And I have I came out to St. Louis to get Trey rocking and rolling on the Mr. On It podcast, which you'll be hearing a lot about because it's going to be launching. My, my goal is almost a year uh, and a half. A week and a half. Do you see what I'm saying? This is what's happened. I I left my house like 4.30 Monday morning, flew out. It took the day to fly here. And then I spent Tuesday, I stayed overnight in a hotel. And Tuesday, I went to Hatchbuck. You guys have heard me talk about Hatchbuck, this hashtag Hatchbuck happiness girl over here. Uh, They are my email marketing sales and automation company that I love. And I found out that they were in St. Louis. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to see if I can go meet everybody in person and check out the offices and it was great, so I went over there Tuesday afternoon. I got a tour of the office. They work in this really cool um, building downtown, and there's like a tech incubator on one floor, like like eighty startups. It's really, really cool. So I went down there after I got the tour, and then I did a video testimonial for them, which I'll share with you guys. and I hung out with the owners. I did a little uh kind of whiteboarding with one of the founders. We did it on the the glass window doing some funnel and email marketing stuff. that was super fun. And then we went to a great restaurant in downtown St. Louis. So shout out to Robust. It was awesome. Super great food, good wine, great company. And uh, Trey and his brother, Bryceland joined us. And it was, it was just it was so, super cool. And I have to tell you, a couple of years ago, I probably would not have reached out to a company and said, Hey, I want to come visit. Like, let me hang out. I want to meet you guys. But it's because I fell in love with them. And they solved a huge problem for me, which was just something better than Infusionsoft for me. And I keep saying that I really don't want to bash Infusionsoft. It was just not a good fit for me. And uh, so then we, we came over here and Trey picked me up and got to ride the Maserati. And that's I actually got to drive the Maserati today.
0: <laughs> got to drive.
1: Tell them how fast I went.
0: She went triple digits in the Maserati as I'm on the phone dialing my insurance agent as quickly <laughs> as I can. I was like, Kimbo, you don't even know where you're going and you're doing 110. But that was awesome, though. It, it was great. It was smooth. It felt like seventy.
1: It it I even yeah, it did. Even eighty felt. Then as soon as we got, we brought it down <laughs> yeah. a little bit. I'm all once
0: we started doing the speed limit, it felt like we were. It was slow. like wow, we this are crawling.
1: crawling, But you that wanna was.
0: Hear, you want to hear something cool? Always on a monopod.
1: Was that what they were thinking? It, he was Googling, right?
0: I was. That's it's an on, It's an onomatopoeia. Okay. I knew it was something crazy. I think
1: I'm going to link to that definition and put it in the show
0: notes. You have to. If you want to know what boom, pow, pang, you know, Batman noises, those Kablam! are onomatopoeia. I love it. Yep. I also love the word widget. Yeah, we, we, we were talking today about today widgets. Too. yep. Mm-hmm.
1: and so now you know why he's Mister On It because we were just talking about this, and we now know it's an onomatopoeia. And you know, I've heard that word, but I don't think I ever connected it. To onomatopoeia, what that is. yeah, know,
0: it's so long, it's so cool for for such what it is for what it is. But we, I mean, people are like, I didn't come for a uh, an English term. Yeah, lesson
1: Grammar today. Girl is another show. <laughs> Grammar Girl, no, there's she, a real podcast. I know. Gram- oh, okay. Shout out to her. Shout out <laughs> to her. She is a rock star. Talk cool. about podcast rock stars, right?
0: Podcast rock stars.
1: I know. So. All right. Before we jump into uh, Trey's uh, progression in his business and and why I'm here doing this with him, I wanted to bring up a topic that I I think I've probably held back on talking about a little bit because I don't know me. Like I've said before, maybe it's that recovering Catholic in me. I don't want to brag and I don't want to be like, oh, look what I'm doing. At the same time, you know, I'm sitting here listening to Trey all day yesterday. Literally, I'm working on posts and images for for the podcast episodes. And talking about the small wins and, and celebrating the small wins, and once that episode of his is published, I will link to it in the show notes. But I think my show will come out first since we're doing a whole strategy here. But you have to take time to celebrate the small wins. And so last night, I got to back up a little bit. This whole trip has just been fantastic, and uh, we we got back to Trey's house last night, and tell him who Chef C
0: is, Trey. Chef C is an amazing cook who does all of our cooking every week. She comes in, does the whole meal set. She goes, she goes in grocery shops for us, which I think, I mean, I, that's, I'm good on game, on game on a chef that will just do that. Oh, I would be too. I hate grocery shopping. Because <laughs> the time it takes for, for you just to go grocery shopping, like she goes to four stores. She goes to what we have here, which is Deerberg's Whole Foods uh, she goes to schnooks, and she goes to like this actually goes to five she goes to this really special meat place that 's all about meats, and then she actually goes to a uh, organic uh spice store so every wow. time every time that she arrives she's always has like new fresh material uh, to cook with and in like the crazy thing that you don 't know about chef C is she there's never leftovers in in, in after she cooks like really like there 's no like you never find like a piece of parsley or like a, or like a half a lemon cut. Or like, a, or like three noodles. It's always, it's always like, I'm like, what do you like? How do you, how do you know that it's going to take exact exactly that amount of jalapenos to to, to make your sauce And she's like, actually, I don't. She goes, if I have extra, I just put in something else. So the next thing I know, I'm eating, eating like, I don't know, like a drink or something <laughs> with a jalapeno in it. I'm like, Chef C. She's like, I, and that's the funny thing about Chef C that Kim learned last night. Is you never tell Chef C you don't like something, because uh two examples, <laughs> juicing. We were juicing. Kim's a juicer too, and not like steroids, but I mean maybe, but like no.
1: <laughs> green. I'm all about the green. Juice. WordPress check.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, in it to win it. <laughs> Just took my juice. We would so get fired if we had a radio show. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good uh, thing. This is
1: not moderated.
0: Uh, I hope, I hope somebody listens to this at like five in the end and just puts a smile in their face. <laughs>
1: that's, that's all we're here for that's you all, guys.
0: All those smiles, but chef C. So I totally like, I was like, Oh man, um, I hate, uh Oh, what is that stuff? The, the little knuckles, uh, you don't know what I'm talking about? Knuckles? Knuckles? Yeah, no. it's, they're called little knuckles. Um, it's not, I want to say ginger. Maybe it is ginger.
1: It was, no, it was ginger. You said you didn't Did like ginger. ginger? Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, garlic. I was thinking of garlic. So it's okay. actually ginger. Yeah, ginger. So I put juice. I juiced with ginger one time. And this was when it, like Trey was in his pre-juicing stages. And I was skinny. And uh, <laughs> and so I put like a knuckle, which they come in knuckles. Of ginger in my juice and the thing. It's so potent. I tried to bite one and I about (laughs) fell over. Let alone I put a knuckle in my juice. So imagine that, like it was just burning. I was like, This cannot be healthy. (laughs) And it burned it burned both ways. (laughs) I'm just gonna say, it's burned both ways. And so it was a little intense. And I'm like, you know what, Chef C, I don't like ginger. And she's like, Okay. I won't put I won't I won't okay. So then the following week, she's like, hey, by the way, how'd you like your juice? I was like, that was probably one of the better juices you've made before. She's like, oh, I put ginger in it. I was <laughs> like, you, like, she tricks you. And then we have, we have our, one of our staff that comes over and he hates mayonnaise, absolutely hates mayonnaise. And so she made like this, this, I don't know what she made. She made some pasta, something or other. And uh, he was eating it and, and he's like, man, this is amazing pasta. And then here comes Chef C around the corner. She's like, I put mayonnaise in <laughs> And he's like, he's like, hates mayonnaise. <laughs> like, as much as, uh, what um, yeah, so he is bad. So it was good, though, because he learned that he did like mayonnaise. It's just the the, the amount. But it's, well, it's totally. all about knowing what you want.
1: It, well, it's about knowing what you want at the same time. And this ties into the, the post I, I put on my Facebook uh, WordPress page just a few minutes ago uh, today, which is Thursday. So depending on when you're listening to this, Thursday, March 19th. Um, I had a little surprise today. We're talking about trying things you've never done, right? Mm. Or you think you don't like. Getting in your out of your comfort zone. Getting out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um And I do want to circle back to Chef C, though, so don't let me forget. But, so, we're sitting here. Trey's on a roll. We got a bunch of podcast episodes recorded this morning. I'm doing images. And he's like, okay, go grab your phone. Let's go. I'm like, where are we going? He's like, we're going shooting. We're going to the gun range. I was like, What? <laughs> Because, and we're going to talk a little bit more about their business, so just sit tight, but they have um, a, a gun business, for lack of a better explanation, sort of gun accessories, I should say, right? Mm-hmm. They, they blog about, they do videos, they do content, they've got a membership site, they've got a continuity program, they, they sell targets, and all this cool stuff, right? So, And it's ILMG, I love my gun, and so I was like, what? I, my dad is a retired police officer, you guys, I've never even, I don't think I ever even picked up his gun, and I was like, oh my gosh, I was really nervous. And those things were friggin' loud.
0: <laughs> there was a dude that had like, uh, he had a big gun mm-hmm. there. And I was like, I was even like, I even jumped. Like, he was like, I don't jump. But yeah. I was like, take a video of him. He It was awesome. So that made it a little bit more. But the whole way there, I hear these little <laughs> ee- <laughs> I
1: was, I was just like <laughs>
0: I was like, "Kim, are you okay?" And she's like, "I'm just eeking back here." I was like, "Okay,
1: I'm totally nervous." And I'm not like I'm a pretty like I got it, you know. I'm Mm -hmm. not somebody that gets like I I hate horror movies. I will never watch them because they make Mm -hmm. me ick. But same thing, like I don't get too skirtish, for lack of a better word, right, about Mm -hmm. stuff. But and I went and it was just it was funny because I'm I'm shooting and Bryce is setting the gun up for me and I and I go through the first gun and (laughs) I think. I, I was closing my eyes every time, which is why I was not doing very well with a target, because I would pull the trigger and flinch, and it just – it scared me. It was loud, and it was so uncomfortable, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm good. I'm done. They're like, nope, you got to try the big gun. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> And I actually like the big gun better. And then they put a silencer on it. So it was even awesomer.
0: Well, hold on. <laughs> We're not gonna let her stop there. Because there is a little piece she forgot to mention. What? Where you're like you had the handgun and then we bring out the big gun and Bryson starts like rapidly firing it, which the gun puts off like a really big sound wave, uh-huh. which you can actually feel in your chest. And so so Kim looks back at me, and she's like, I think I'm good. I don't need to – I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, you're firing that. Okay, I'm firing this one. And then, you know, that's the thing, though. Like, <clears throat> you were totally uncomfortable doing that.
1: I was uncomfortable the whole time, yeah. literally. Like, as soon as my turn was done, I was like,
0: I'm going to go post some pictures yeah. to Instagram
1: back by this wall.
0: <laughs> as far as I can, I'm backing myself up to this wall, and I will be here. But the cool thing about that is, is like you went from an uncomfortable state – to a comfortable state because you were you were very you didn't want to do it because you, you're like wow loud noise big ooh like this is gonna mm-hmm. you know this is that's a lot bigger gun than the first gun and <laughs> totally. this it's a little more scary <laughs> and then once you shot it you're like you look back you're like I like this one a lot better I did but you're like it's like okay well, well why does that happen like why do we do that as as a human like we look we we go for one thing and then we're like oh I'm so scared I'm backing out mm-hmm. like like totally backing but it took someone to come in and be like almost force you to be like no just try it and then you had to be like reluctant and say you know what I'm gonna try I'm gonna trust you.
1: I did. And that's, I mean, part of it, I totally trust you guys. So I was like, okay, well, this is going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Right. I mean, logically I knew that nothing bad was going to happen.
0: Yeah. We made sure she pointed it down range. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I did keep my, my earmuffs on and they were pink. So that was cute. Mm-hmm. But really it was, it was totally outside of my comfort zone. And, but I did it and I, I kept going, you know, we're leaving. I'm talking to Trent. I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever do that again, but I'm super glad I did it. Mm-hmm. You know? And so That whole little circle round came from, because Chef C, it's like you're trying stuff you don't, you think you don't like, you don't know it. Mm -hmm. And until you do those things that don't make you, you know, you have to do the things that you're not comfortable with to to grow. You just do, end of story. And it may be something you're excited to do, but you're still uncomfortable. I mean, I was scared to race a Ferrari, but you better believe I'm going to do it again. (laughs) Hence the 100 miles an hour plus in the Maserati. (laughs) But I didn't, you know, it's not something I probably would have on my own chosen to go do. So, of course, now I want a chef, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> I'll, I'll,
0: You're getting a chef.
1: I am, but I want to juice. I got. I want to go on another juice fast. I got to hit it for like 30 days. So I'm going to make a public declaration for that. So oh. it wouldn't be helpful to have a chef if I'm just juicing right now. He's looking at me like, she'll juice for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, And she did. I have to tell you, Trey's like, hey, you want some juice? So she came over last night after she made dinner, which was just this divine salad, filet mignon, beautiful potatoes and carrots and asparagus, and dessert was off the hook with coffee. It was like, oh my God, I am so full. But the food was better than any restaurant food I've, I've had in a long time. I have to tell you it was probably one of the best filets I've had. No. So shout out to Chef C. If you are anywhere in the St. Louis area... You need to hook up a tray and find out and hire her because she's awesome. Bring
0: her on. Yeah. Don't steal her from me.
1: <laughs> she may took not forever steal to find. her.
0: Yeah. She is awesome though. Like just like what's cool with Chef C is you don't realize how much like you want two things. First thing is you will never go out and eat again mm-hmm. after having a chef like like having a professional chef come in and cook for you. You will never have you. You will never and, uh enjoy going out to eat because it's just not fun anymore like you enjoy just being at home and still you get the cuisine and you get to like have the family the friends around the table and like it's just like it's just a really cool experience and then secondly when you are by yourself and you're eating the chef's food just just reading what she cooked for you or what he cooked for you will like start your your your, your uh, mouth salivating like you would just start like I was reading some stuff to cam that was in the fridge left over and, and we get these labels that basically say what's all there and I was like see what I mean Oh totally! It was like roasted, roasted. Like she gets to like the like what's in it? Like roasted parsley salmon with a with a (laughs) tossed over noodles with a little marinara and some and some red beans. It's like oh my gosh, that's amazing!
1: Well, and she came out because she served us last night too. She did, and so she's like, all right. So she told us what was in the salad. Oh, and we had bread and olive oil and vinaigrette with parmesan Mm -hmm. and salt and pepper in it hmm and so each i think she still each, spiced it though spiked it it's it yeah it didn't taste just like parmesan there was something else in
0: there <laughs> she poured a little whiskey in our in our oil
1: but the whole but i mean how cool to have someone come out she told us about you know the glaze on the meat everything how everything was cooked and then what was it like a chocolate cake with caramel and it was it was and like hagen us ice cream because she didn't have time to make the ice
0: cream yeah yeah and i told kim don't ask her if anything's not homemade Cause like I got trampled one day cause I was Trey like, you, I was like, where'd you buy the ice cream? She was like, oh, I made that. I was like, Oh, okay. Sorry. Chef C does make everything at, uh, from scratch. But yeah, no, it was like a three chocolate with like two caramel glazed, like caramels. And then she made these cookies. which was like? Oh. She was like the flour. It's like flour, uh, they're salt, like lace cookies, lace cookies, Flourless cookies. Yeah. Flour, mm-hmm. yeah flourless. Yeah. Flowerless cookies. And ice cream and three chocolates. Did I mention the three chocolates? You mentioned the three chocolates. And the size of the cake was just ginormous. Off
1: the hook. I know. I was already thinking I'm leaving tonight. I'm like, I think I need to take a piece of cake to go.
0: <laughs> Cake in first class. It was yeah. caramel.
1: The whole point. So
0: <laughs> Circling back.
1: Before you guys get like uber hungry and like we need to go buy cake is this, you know, a lot of this stuff, it, it's, I think you guys, I'm sure you've heard the saying, you are, the average of the five people you spend the most time with, right? Mm. So we—I'm sure Agreed. everybody's heard that. And you know, nope. It's weird because it's like nobody in my—I um, want to say personal life—but Trey's in my personal life. We're friends, but in my home life, right? That my my non-online friends, uh, nobody has their own business. Nobody thinks to take these risks and 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 do these things. And all of the adventures and connections and experiences I'm having is because I have stepped outside of my comfort zone and in in joining the mastermind that I'm around people that think differently, that, that think it's not a judgment about right or wrong or bigger, better or whatever, but think in a way that resonates with me. Right. And so I'm constantly thinking, how can I show up more in my own life? How can I take this to the next level? Because well, geez, if I love this, what would this look like? And I know that sounds really ambiguous. Um, but I just, I want to give you guys a couple examples of this. And I never in a million years would have thought about hiring a chef. I, I, and I hate cooking. And I think I've mentioned that a zillion times. That gene just skipped this girl in my family. But tell them how much your chef costs. And let me tell you, so that this includes her time to cook. She goes and does the shopping. You're not paying for her time to shop. She prepares, she cleans up everything. So what does that run about a month?
0: Uh, usually runs, between, but so it's just me and, and, you know, a couple of people. Mm-hmm. So usually like three, she goes for three <clears throat> and it runs anywhere between 2000 and 2,500 a month or so.
1: All right. So step back. And if that's something like, you know, I even, I think about like family holidays and stuff and mm-hmm. And as my parents have gotten a little bit older, which they, they're they're like troopers, they're like, we'll bring all the food. And that's like, no, you won't. Like, we have to tell them you're not doing that anymore. But even if we all say, like, for Easter, we're going to do brunch or something. Okay, one person's going to do the ham, one person's going to do this. You know, all of a sudden, you're still looking at four or $500, probably in food and preparation. Absolutely. And that sounds crazy. But then all of a sudden, you've got kids' Easter baskets and all these other things that, that pull into this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've, I was already thinking, like, I wonder what it would cost to have someone cook and prepare Easter brunch. Mm. That's it, right? So instead of everybody running around, and I get it if you like to cook, but I, I'm thinking about my parents who trek down two hours, you know, and they're constantly bringing coolers and, and all this stuff. And of course, I would prefer not to have to cook anything. But but what a blessing that would be that we simply get to enjoy each other's time. And I wouldn't have thought about having a chef Or, you know, because I was, I I kept trying to justify my way out of why I didn't, I don't care about food that much. I'll just have a bowl of shit. And Trace looking at me like, no, no. You know, I'm like, oh, my daughter's going to college. Just the two of us. He's like, yeah. I mean, because one of his three is like a a toddler. Uh (laughs) So so Liam's not eating, you know, a bunch of fillets a week. And the whole thing is to be able to say, look, I want to eat raw foods and make them taste good. I want to eat really healthy. You know, doing that for yourself is just it's it's this huge gift, and I know that I have a tendency. It's like there was a long time I'm a fanatic about getting massages, and if I felt like money was tight or you know I, I well God I shouldn't be doing this. It's like I wouldn't tell anybody that I was getting a massage because I didn't want judgment, and that's my own money stuff, and that that's gone now. But again, every time I step into something new, I take a risk before I'm ready. It
0: always pays off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I want to like you. I want to wanna rewind two things. So where you're talking about hanging out with other people and like, <clears throat> if, if, if this feels like this right now, imagine what the next level is going to feel like as life. And a good quote to remember that, or remember what just kind of encompassed that, is if you love what you do, you'll never work another day in your life.
1: And I, this never feels like work. I, I'm sitting here this morning listening to Trey, and I'm just like, I, this is what I do for a living.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, really, this is, this is my life. And I remember Tony... Tony Tiefenbach is, is uh, a mentor of ours, and we're we're in Vegas, and he really drove this home. Um, I, I forget at what point during the meeting, but he said, let's not forget, and I apologize if I said this on the last episode, but it, it bears re- repeating, you know, that let's not forget how blessed we are to be able to do this, That how blessed we are that we can spend time with our families, that we get to have these great experiences. Yeah, we work our butts off to, to do it. Absolutely. But- Let's never forget that. And I don't. I mean, I catch myself like, this is so fun. I'm friggin' in St. Louis hanging out in the studio, which there's pictures and Trey's got a super. What are those called? What's that banner? It's a banner.
0: I thought it was. Red, I, call, I call it like a red carpet banner.
1: Yeah, it's like a red carpet banner with his logo all behind mm-hmm. us. <laughs> and I'm like, that's just fun. Like, I wouldn't have ever even thought of doing that. Well, now I'm like, I totally got to get a banner. <laughs> so listen to this. We're on Trey's mastermind call today. And I was doing some WordPress stuff and demoing some things, and then they started going into some some ads. And I'm like, okay, I just got to back away a little bit. <laughs> Trey's all so Kim's over here ordering stuff on Amazon.
0: <laughs>
1: I was like, I needed to order a lighting kit because I'm doing more video, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here, and Trey's got this cool soft light with it, you know, up on a tripod in the in the podcaster studio. I'm like, yeah, I need to get some lights. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are little things, you guys, and I say this a lot. Well, I don't say it a lot, but it's like, I, I'm always justifying. Oh, I don't want to say I did this or bought this or had this experience, but I'm so done with that. And I'm I'm so done with, you know, n- people who don't want to talk about money and, and selling and all of that. And I won't go on a soapbox here, but one of the things I did last night, so I was telling Trey before I took off. So Sunday night, I was super excited. I, I go to check in for my flight and I'm like, oh, there's first class spots available and I can upgrade for a hundred dollars. I'm like, I am so doing that. And then there wasn't for the second leg. So it's like, Whatever. And then, of course, all I'm thinking about is going home. It's the red eye. And I get into... Because it's been
0: such an awful time.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's been a really... <laughs> it's been hard. It's been rough
0: here what? in St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, poor, poor Kim. <laughs> Getting
1: taken out to dinner. Custom, yeah. custom meals by a yeah. chef in-house. Yeah. First Maserati. World
0: First world problems. But all I've been thinking about is going home. <laughs>
1: Well, no, but what I was doing is I was like, soon after I checked in Sunday night, I'm like, I am so going to see if I can upgrade Thursday night. But it was trying to push me. He's like, well, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, it's available both legs. And I'm like, should I do it? And he was looking me like, why are you asking? That's the stupidest question. Mm-hmm. And I did. I spent another 260 bucks to upgrade both legs of my flight for first class. Mm-hmm. And I was talking, I'm like, I'm really excited about my flight, actually. Yeah. You know, and I consciously chose to to fly home In the evening, because I was like, I just after being gone. Do you feel that way when you take a trip, even though it's business? Like you got stuff to catch up on when you get home.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah,
1: So I was like, well, don't waste a day flying. And that was Tony in Vegas. He's like, oh yeah, I always take the red eye. I was like, oh, that makes a ton of sense, right? Mm -hmm. All you're going to do is sleep in the room, anyways. Yeah. But I'm excited, and it's one of those things that I think it's important to celebrate when you've you've taken those leaps. And me coming out here, I was talking with another friend, um, I I was telling you Andrew. I was talking with him a while ago, and you know, this whole podcasting thing that I'm doing and, and taking this on and stepping into this space, I, there's a lot of ways I could have gone about doing this, but I wanted to do it right. And I wanted to get results. And I just knew, like, I, I handpicked Trey. <laughs> Obviously, I, I knew that he has great value and great content and that stuff. But But I knew you would deliver. Do you know what I'm saying? And I mm-hmm. knew that if you were, if it was something that was a good fit for you, You'd be like, yeah, let's do it. And, and he would do it all the way.
0: Right. Which he did. Yeah, Which we do. We bring it. Yeah. But you know, I want to talk about some other stuff, though. Like, not only did you get first class tickets, but you also uh, were chauffeured when you arrived. You had, oh, our, yeah. you, you, had, you had our driver pick you up. It's yeah. amazing how many little things you forget. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just the way I lived now. So, yeah. oh, I'm like, God. Is, this <laughs> the drivers.
1: But here's the thing, because that was something like, Trey's like, you know, we're touching base before and he's like, all right, well, how are you getting from the airport? So staying downtown at a hotel Monday night to go to Hatchback. And I was like, I was just going to get a taxi or shuttle or whatever. And he's like, no, 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 you got to have Alex. My driver come pick you up. And I'm like, huh. Okay, cool. It was 45 bucks. Yeah. And I think a taxi would have been the same. Mm -hmm, It would have. Right. Shuttle. I don't think I don't know if there was a free shuttle. I didn't even ask. I'm like, I just would rather even be in a car than a bus stopping at like five hotels. So forty five bucks, you guys, and I get down to to baggage claim, and there's a dude in a suit with a little
0: iPad that says Kim Doyle. Mm-hmm. Right? How'd that feel? It felt pretty awesome, it's right? Because <laughs> you're coming down that escalator, and he's just sitting there in a suit. Like I sometimes just want to stand at top of the escalator and just watch <laughs> everybody else pass him, so I can be the last and be like, "That was I'm, this is me." I'm Trailer <laughs> No, I really don't do that, but I really do. But I don't. <laughs> just so you guys know. But it felt good though, right? It Just like first class does.
1: And it's those little things that mm-hmm. I think all of a sudden, and again, it's, you get to pick what that looks like. But mm-hmm. I think if you start looking at little ways in your life that, that can add value to your life. And mm-hmm. it, it's all, to me, it's about the quality of my life at this point. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm a total get it done, do it. Like I've tiled floors, I've painted mode law. I, I mean, I'm pretty industrious and, I, and I'll get stuff done. I'm at this point now where it's, you know, my time is the most valuable commodity I have, and
0: I think that's everybody's.
1: It, well, pretty much. No,
0: it's it's just just Jim, <laughs> just, WordPress. Can't. just, just can't. WordPress chicks. <laughs> when you are the WordPress chick. <laughs> the only
1: <laughs> look what first class did to me
0: already. I know I'm it's just okay. Kidding. It's okay.
1: Yeah, but uh, you know what I'm saying. It's and but there are some people that will justify twelve ways sideways, right? Mm-hmm. And well, I'll never forget this. I was having a conversation with a mentor, and I said. You know, I just I need to get a gardener again because my, I've got a big yard. And she's like, "What? Re say that without justifying it?" And I'm like, "I want a gardener, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. right?" I think it needs to go further than that. I'm getting a gardener.
1: Oh, I already did. No, that, yeah. that happened a couple years yeah. ago.
0: <laughs> That's but for the for the listeners, <clears throat> I see a lot of people do that. Um, is you know, instead of saying "I want" or "I will have," change it to "I have." When you're, when, you're doing your, when you're setting your goals. Mm-hmm. So like I have uh, $100,000 in the bank. I have um, a Maserati. I have uh, a $2 million mansion. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is you want, right? Like I, the way that I set my goals now, it's, it's always in I have terms
1: mm-hmm.
0: versus I will. Because will, you never have a, you know, or unless you set a date. So I will have a mansion by, you know, March 31st. But you can go. even
1: say I have a mansion by March 31st.
0: Yeah, you could. Right? Yep, Absolutely.
1: And we were talking about this in the car today and I was saying, or maybe it was in the car, not that it matters, but I was talking about, it's very easy to get caught up in the day to day and you forget the value of getting really clear on your goals and which is why I don't miss these live events. I, I And I always get like, I've got so much to do, I shouldn't be going. And, and then every time I go, again, just like I mentioned in this post today, I'm like, I never regret doing the things that I'm... I'm questioning at the time or concerned about because i'm so busy blah 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 right i think it's kind of part of my process now so i'm like well you may do it again Mm -hmm. or now that i'm conscious that i do it every time i travel it's gonna be fine but it it really needs to be a part of your day Mm -hmm. and we were talking about this the first night i got in with Lindsay too and and she was saying you need to do some more goals trey
0: yeah because you've hit them Uh, yeah yeah all our goals my goals are checked off so i need to redo my goals yeah but i want to hit you with a question Oh, (laughs) you ready for this? I just thought of this. This is really good. This is a really good exercise. Everybody should do this. Okay. So live on the air. (laughs) How much much did prom to the exact number cost you when you graduated high school? Prom? Yeah. No idea. Does that affect your checkbook balance today? Not at all. But do you think in prom that you were looking at that as an expense, a high expense? Totally. Right? Uh Because I think you actually told me that you took a limo. The prom did. Oh, or graduation yeah. was it? Graduation?
1: No, it was it was to senior ball. Yeah, senior,
0: senior ball. Okay, so you, you probably did limo dress.
1: Oh yeah, dinner in San Francisco. Dinner in San
0: Francisco, but
1: senior ball was in San Francisco. Knowing what
0: mm-hmm. that and, and maybe a hotel, like that's what we did. We did limos, hotels. We actually
1: we went to a house in Bodega Bay for the weekend, the beach. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Somebody's parents had the there, house. So. There you go. So, but the thing is, is like like what I'm getting to is. That that decision back then, mm-hmm. and, and like yeah, it might have hurt your checkbook at that time, but it has no it has no reflection of what in who you are today in your in your checkbook world. So like the decisions that you're making to have a chef or to to go out and and get first class tickets. When I ask you about that a year from now and say you know how much are you suffering a year from now from buying those first class tickets, mm-hmm. you will never know that they were there. Do you know what it's
1: funny? I'm sitting here at you're saying that I'm like, what was Vegas? Three weeks ago.
0: Yeah, I don't even know what that cost.
1: I don't. I I don't remember mm. either. And yeah, I mean that doesn't mean that we can't access it. But it's everything is fine. Right. Bills are paid. You're alive. Business is rolling. People are getting paid. It. You know, I took a. a pl- so all of those things. And and I. You know, I I can just hear certain people. Not certain, but I can hear people saying, "Yeah, but." It's always the friggin' yeah, but, you know, and it's very well,
0: you're either making up excuses or you're making up. You got reasons.
1: Absolutely. And, and
0: those yeah, butters are, are excuses. Mm-hmm. Like, give me give me one. Right. Like toss one over my side. It's like uh, more than likely it's an excuse. Mm-hmm. 90. I would almost say 98 percent. Like, like, I'll give you a great example. I didn't want to do a, a mastermind on a cruise mm-hmm. <clears throat> because I knew I'd have to take Liam, which he's like a one year old. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, there's no way. Like, I can't do that. That was an excuse. Mm-hmm. Because realistically, guess what? Cruises have babysitters and, on, on, and kids centers and kids centers and, and all that. So, playrooms. so realistically, yeah, I could, or you could bring a babysitter on vacation with you. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, ha, yeah, have one come come with us. So, yeah. so that like things like that when you when you're the yeah butters, I I you know that that's you're you're in the wrong room mm-hmm. kind of deal,
1: and that's the whole thing. So when you surround yourself with people who don't do the yeah butts.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Again, another conversation we're having and talking about, you know, sales. And as I get ready to step into other stuff, at the end of the day, I've said this so many times, every single business offers leads and sales. I don't care what you do. You may be one of those purest bloggers who says, you know, are you tired of, you know, you need to sell without selling. Do you want to just tell stories? You know, there's a, all of those things have their place in business, but at the end of the day, a business makes profit. A business makes money. Has to. Has to. And a business has expenses. But we often say to ourselves, oh, that's not an expense I can have. But so Trey asked me last night, and he goes, so say you're on the phone with somebody and, and they say, well, they don't have the money for it. If their car broke down tomorrow, would they find the money to fix the car? And so it's simply a matter of, it's crazy, you guys. I have taken huge risks at times financially. And it's like, I, I don't care. I, I like for me the thought what, what as I've been building this the thought of going back to work because my business wasn't working meaning going to get a job um you know the thought of doing that I was like you may as well put me behind bars like it felt that suffocating and I've mm. said it so many times like this is just a house I will go to Costa Rica and the kids and I will live somewhere for half the cost and what I I don't care because like I'm a I'm a happier person. I'm the it's just I know that I'm on the right path and you have to be willing to stick with that and trust yourself. But again, the reasons and the excuses are huge and you have to be willing to celebrate. I mean, I just there was a time I don't think a year ago, I would have been like, yeah, I'm going to get a car. Yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And it's been every single time I do this, you guys, I'm thinking to myself, should I be spending the money on this? And you have to ask yourself, are these old money beliefs? Are they your money beliefs? Are they parental money beliefs? And I think we carry a lot of that from, you know, all of those beliefs, I think, are kind of inherited. And I had this huge realization uh, in Vegas that, you know, part of my purpose literally in this lifetime is to change that money belief within my family, that trajectory. And... (laughs) I have to qualify everything. You know, nobody's out there being like horrible about money, but it's just I grew up with that you got to work hard. You've got to work, work, work hard. And I did for a really long time. The thing is, like you were saying, I can easily be at my desk all day long, you know, do a little dinner stuff with the kids and then, of course, not that I cooked it, but then hop on my laptop for 2-3 more hours. And I can do that 4 or 5 days in a row and then I crash, but that's how I roll. I'm like, I go when the inspiration is hitting me and I have no problem pushing it or you know you love what you do and it's like, oh, it's the weekend. I don't have any plans. I can work. <laughs> I can I can I can do a podcast. I can make some videos. I'm gonna do this sales page. I'm gonna set up a click funnel. <laughs> and that's my exciting weekend. But that's all right. My but, it but it is. But it is an
0: exciting weekend. And that's what that's what it's all about. So I, I think that the other cool thing is talk about money things, is the phone call I got one day prior to you arriving. Do you really think I should have the video crew come? <laughs> Yeah, right?
1: Absolutely. So, I yeah, I didn't mention this. We I
0: <laughs> No, you didn't.
1: No, and I'm going to just tell you that each of these things I'm pointing the finger cuz Trey <laughs> was the catalyst for each of these. But I the other on the flip side of it, you know, having interviewed him a year and a half ago and seeing where his business is today, you know, the risks that he's taken have paid off. And I know that I just I really want to play a bigger game in my own life. And that, of course, includes my business. They're not really separate. It's just mm-hmm. all who I am. And part of that is stepping into stuff that makes me uncomfortable. So Trey's like, hey, you know what? So we're going to record all these podcasts. He's like, oh, you should get the video crew. He did a promo video uh, for his mastermind. was it like a year ago or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said, they're great. So I talked to him. And then I kind of kept going back and forth. I was like, oh, should I spend the money on this? It's a big
0: expense. They're not cheap.
1: No, no, they're not cheap. And they shouldn't be at the quality that they do. Mm-hmm. And they were prepared to be here for yeah, the whole, day. the whole day. And it's just that, you know, sitting and watching us talk into mics. <laughs> <laughs> you only can do that for
0: so long. There's only so many camera angles.
1: Yeah. And then, we, you know, we did some other stuff, too. But I, I, I literally said last week, I'm like, I don't know if I should do this. And he's like, you will not regret it. He Mm -hmm. said, I can guarantee you. And I was just like, here we go. So, But let me tell you the other thing. The flip side of that, besides the fact that I'm going to have this great promo video done for the podcasting, is – now I'm like, okay, you've invested in this. You're gonna make this shit work. <laughs> well yeah. Excuse me.
0: Yeah. I don't swear on this podcast very often. Oh, oh well and sort of beep, beep, You yeah. Can
1: just swear? What? I've done it a couple times, but Hold no. on.
0: you know yeah. that's something really funny we should do on the podcast, like pretend that we all like someone all of a sudden hit the two times button. The two the times button. Oh. So we <laughs> <laughs> Like, like they're grabbing their podcast out of their camera really fast <laughs> like oh my god i, I hit three speed. <laughs> slow it down slow oh.
1: but that, that was you know, great but having i've invested a lot to get this offering together
0: <laughs> absolutely it's just
1: like i am so punchy but i've invested a lot so i'm i you know maybe the first webinar is going to be phenomenal for this Maybe I'm going to do partial sales that I hope to do. I I don't know, my intention is that it's going to just be amazing.
0: Absolutely, and more than likely it will. And more than likely. But I it will. like how you say invest. Mhm. I got, I, would, I would say a lot of those those um so butts. Mhm. butt uh, or butt-sews. Is it so's or so butts?
1: Yeah, but I say. Oh,
0: yeah, butts. Even better. <laughs> Way better than so butts or butzows. We should nickname them butt <laughs> Butzows. <laughs> I think that's What podcast is this? Is this number 50? 55. 55. <laughs> Podcast title What's a butso <laughs> <laughs> That'll have the most clicks guaranteed and they had to wait this long to find out what a butzo was. What's a butzo? What's a butzo? <laughs> so uh so dot <laughs> dot dot not the, first class. Not first class. That's for sure. I forgot where I was going with that now. Investment and expense. Oh, investment versus cost. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people look at things as a cost, and you just—you I mean you've already trained yourself, mm-hmm. right? There, as you guys can see me snapping. There we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's weird that you do things like on the mics, like Kim points to the screen, thinking that you guys can see it. I so
1: <laughs> I do that all the time. I tell people, like you know, I'll do air quotes oh, and air instead quotes. of just saying yeah. air quotes. I'm still doing my fingers.
0: Uh, there goes an awkward turtle. So <laughs> it's all good. Everybody's gonna be googling awkward turtle. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. You're going to have to do a video so we can put it on the post. You've got a lot of things to do in the show notes. I know. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, so, anyways, the the people who do the cost is amazing to, or the, the, the type of. Like brainwaves they push off, put off or the energy or the synergy that they're pushing is amazing to where, like, I, even we deal with, with things like, Hey, how much, how much does your, does your mentoring cost? Right? Or, or, or how much, how much is it to, to have Kim Doyle fly in it and, and do a, a an entire do it for yourself? How much does that cost? Right? That doesn't cost anything. It's an investment. Mm-hmm. Like that's an investment in you. We're not like we're just here. We're going to help you out as much as we can, but the but the big thing is is I can't come and sit behind your shoulder and neither can Kim Mm-mm. and and make sure that you're doing the work after we leave, right? That's an investment. Like we are training. We are here to teach you. So, I love that she's already you know, mentally trained herself to say invest. Like, that's, you didn't even catch yourself doing it. I didn't. It, but so
1: I'm like really patting myself on the back. Yeah, I can well, see she's actually
0: awesome. patting herself on the back <laughs> right <am>. now.
1: <laughs> because there was a time where I totally had that mentality. Okay, well, what does it cost? Well, what does it cost? Well, what does it cost? And I think we've all had those moments in those times in our businesses where who doesn't like shiny objects, right? It's fun. I, I am, you know, for a long time was quite the plug in collector. Now it's like, is this relative to what I'm doing right now? Do it, Would this be helpful? Is this something that I'm doing right now? So as I step into more podcasting and video and all of this, yeah, it makes sense to invest in a lighting kit. I've, I did two little personal videos in like four days because I said I was going to do it. And now I'm having more fun. Mm-hmm. I, I just am. And I'm, I'm having a ball with this. But you have to be willing to do those things. And I know for myself that it's just it's game on now it's all game on. So you, have, you want to start thinking about that. The investment versus expense, cost, whatever it is, it's all an investment. And you know I, I had a really hard time thinking about sales, again, until being around people who are like, yeah, but if you think about, all right, so say something costs five grand, but you, you make that investment and can turn around and then do $15,000 because you show up and do the work. I don't know how many people... Will you know? Kind of fart around with stuff, or be here? Is an example. I was asking Trey about somebody in one of his groups that I've seen at a couple different events, and and I'm like, "Well, what really is their business?" <laughs> Remember?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's like, "I don't know. I'm I'm not really sure what they do." And so it's very easy to spend money if it it's if it fits your budget to be a part of something. But where are you getting? And where I, it was hard for me for a long time in the mastermind because I felt. Like t- there was a struggle there, like I don't have that right offer. I feel like I hadn't quite gotten it, but I still refused to miss those calls. I mean, there's I miss them now and then, but it's but it's now it's because I'm traveling or I've got a You're really, doing stuff. I'm, do- I'm, I'm doing I'm implementing, right? You're implementing, yeah. And so it's it's like I don't want to be that person that's that's just like, What is what does Kim really do? And so it pushes me, it keeps me accountable and the biggest thing of all of it is showing up. For me. And that's why I'm going to launch another show. It's all about showing up. So if that means you've never run an ad, run one, just show up and do the ad, get out of your head. I do this with uh, coaching clients. I'm like, all right, we'll share your screen. Let's do it. Let's map out your funnel. Let's write your email, put it in there, write the blog post, hit publish, just, just friggin' do it. And so that's, that's kind of where I'm at. And it's, it's been crazy. Mm -hmm. We're going to shift it. I don't even know where are we at on time on this? Okay. So we're going to keep going because I want to talk about Trey's business. Because it's pretty amazing. I mentioned to you that we're sitting in his podcast studio. And it's kind of podcasting, filming, like... Yeah, that's what we're doing here. Media. Mm-hmm. The media studio. Mm-hmm. But... So when I interviewed Trey, and I will link to the first interview, because it's, it's, it's an awesome interview. And he talks about, you know, he got started. We connected in the Mastermind. Is that and really a year ago? Easy, at really? least. Probably probably more than that, because we did it way before Maui, which was almost a year ago already. Wow. I know. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I should put our video, our Maui video. That was really fun, too. <laughs> great,
0: great video. Um, You're going to have massive show notes on this.
1: I am going to have massive show notes. This is infinity notes. scrolling. <laughs> that's, all, that's all good. It, it's fun. <laughs> or it's going to be like, you know, you, there's going to be a big block that says you didn't need to hear this part.
0: <laughs> I got to the butso, and then I was out. <laughs>
1: and, and then we're done. Um, when I talked to Trey, though, he he was... Teespring was a big part of his business. And <clears throat> for those of you who don't know what Teespring is, can you, can you capsulize it? I mean,
0: I could, yep. but it might be incorrect. So if you could give us a cliff note of what Teespring is, that'd be great. Yeah. So um, we call it a Buddha. And a Buddha is like something like Amazon, to which holds your products, ships it, re, uh, does the refunds, does customer service, stuff like that. Teespring is our Buddha for shirts. They handle all the, all the mass production. They handle the shipping, the returns, the refunds, the customer service. The other Buddha is Facebook to traffic. We sit in the middle, we're the toll booth. Mm-hmm. We drive traffic to Teespring, we create Teespring to the Buddha. We have two Buddhas on each end. We collect, you know, a premium or a margin in between.
1: Okay. The one thing with Teespring that you may not understand is you create what's called a campaign. Mm-hmm. So you have to you have to set your campaign and you have to commit to I'm gonna sell thirty shirts. Mm-hmm. If you don't hit your campaign and it's a two week long campaign, then those shirts are not printed and shipped. Your customer does not get charged. So there's a whole methodology to it. And I remember it was when I was first in, I don't know, God, it was probably almost two years ago, but when I had first joined the mastermind and I remember you hitting your first $25,000 a month and I was like, what is he doing with t-shirts? I, I It took me forever to really follow what you were doing. But your business has totally exploded. Mm-hmm. At that time, Trey was working out of his house and he had he had launched, you. I, th- I believe you had launched a lot of the continuity program. So they were taking, and just jump in if I'm,
0: We lost yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's perfect. We just you know, different things were happening at different times and all Mm -hmm. kinda came together. But yeah, we're doing we're doing shirts. We were thinking about doing a continuity program for like ten bucks a month or twenty bucks a month. That was in the we started doing stuff like that. But one thing with Teespring is it keeps all the buyer leads. Mm -hmm. So we had no we have we we had no way of contacting the buyers afterwards. Yeah. So what that means is every time a a campaign ended, we were unemployed until we started the next. Mm -hmm. So that's something that's pretty real right there.
1: Well that's huge. And I think a lot of people look at they hear these dollar numbers Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, well, you know, easy for you or whatever. But hearing you just point that out like, yeah, I was making I was making money. Mm -hmm. Now, keep in mind that give me a guesstimate. So on the first month when you did twenty five thousand, how much did you spend on ads to make that twenty five
0: thousand? Oh, we didn't make twenty five thousand on the first month.
1: Well, no, I mean the month that I remember you hitting twenty five grand.
0: Oh, in that month, yeah. So I call it a we call it a scale in our business, to where we do like a one one scale, which Mm -hmm. means, and that's something that's cool to talk about too. Is you know with a one one scale on our systems, that means for every dollar we spend in advertisement, we make back a dollar. As in, we make a dollar above what we spent. So it's a dollar in, then we got two dollars back. One dollar goes to the advertisement, so we profited a dollar. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. But the question, the real question needs to be, is you know, if a guy came, now this is an analogy, so bear with me. But if a guy came to your house, knocked on your door and said, Hey, my name's, you know, Steve, you trust Steve, Steve, there's, there's no, nothing to not trust about Steve. Like he's a very trusting guy. You know, he's going to show up tomorrow. So in in seven days. So if Steve said, Hey, um, if you give me a dollar today, I'll bring back $2 in seven days. The question to you, I have is how many dollars would you give Steve? Everyone I had, right? Mm-hmm. now what if okay so that's great because that makes pretty logical sense yep if steve came to your door and said kim uh today if you give me a dollar for every dollar you give me today i will come back in seven days and give you a dollar fifty how many dollars would you give him everyone i had what if you did it for 20 what dollar 25 still everyone i had and, and, it's still profit in a dollar 10 still profit right yep. even at a dollar 10 that's 10 percent. that's more than any ever drones can do
1: a- absolutely, it's it's right? more than the dollars making in my wallet.
0: Right, exactly, or in the bank account. So a lot mm-hmm. of people, there's a lot of there's a lot of hiccups right there, a lot of disconnects. Mm-hmm. So I want to make that clear: is even though that we might have or not have a one-one scale, we still are pushing a ton of ad spend, even when we're hitting like a dollar twenty-five or a dollar ten or dollar even five, because it's still profit. Mm-hmm. Like we're still putting a ton of cash in, but our profits might not, our private margins might not be as huge, but sometimes they are. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, we always to answer your question, we always target for a dollar dollar ratio, a one-one ratio.
1: All right. So with that, what what I want people to hear also is there is a strategy to this. There's analysis. There's there's analytics. There's there's oh, metrics. You're lots look, of math, right? So mm-hmm. you're looking at these things. So this is not something that you know some internet marketers going, "Hey, if you spend a dollar, you're going to make two. It's mm-hmm. you know what you may you may run four ads and go, "Okay, those those didn't do, but this one did better." Was it the image? Was it the headline? Mm-hmm. And so you have to yeah. start tweaking that stuff. But so then we moved on. Let's 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 talk. So you're you're growing the t-shirt stuff, and we were talking mm-hmm. about that. You're pulling people off of the Facebook page. Now this is a niche page that they have, mm-hmm. and they spent money driving likes and creating fans, adding content. They provided value to their fans all the time, right? The people that are liking this page, they're getting content, they're getting questions and polls and and all this stuff, and then they're asking them. And there's a whole methodology to how they would. Create T-shirts and sell them to this niche market. From there, they took those people and said, "Hey, come, you know, come to the membership site, right?" So then you're pulling people off the page to drive this business. So let's fast forward. Then you hit a hundred thousand dollars in T-shirts one month. Mm-hmm.
0: How long did that take you from the time you started? Uh, whatever April is, so six months. That is April, no April <clears throat> May. So yeah, five months, five six months to get there.
1: That's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But you worked your butt off.
0: We absolutely did.
1: You absolutely. And how much was the ad spend for the hundred thousand dollars?
0: It was around forty to fifty thousand. Right. So mm-hmm. still, you But we, we have to stop there for a minute because someone's like drop the mic, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> to, where, to, to where to where to like well I don't have fifty thousand dollars to spend. Well, neither do we, right? We didn't have that on day one. Mm-hmm. We didn't have. We did You know, go down to the bank and be like, "Hey, yo, banker, uh, I, was gonna, I need oh, Facebook ads. I ad need Facebook money, money uh, fifty grand, please." No, that didn't happen, right? We did all credit, all credit charges. And now I'm not saying again. Like, there's a lot of things you have to have common sense here. Like we've talked about, you know, going out and spending a huge m- amount of money on video team or a huge amount of money on first class. Those are those are judged. Those are there's a lot of judgment that goes. This in between is them.
1: year seven yeah.
0: in my business. <clears throat> right. This
1: month and i can tell you i would have gotten here faster not so much from spending money had i shown up quicker right but but i just i'm going to make that super crystal clear i have been doing this full time for 7 years
0: right and that, there's something to be said about that. Like, there's a lot of common sense. So you'll hear us say there's, you know, take risks. But I'm not talking go put all your house on, on black. It's not that type of risk.
1: No, we're saying take risks. Go, go stand in front of your iPhone and make 10 videos. Share your message. Right. Be passionate. Show up. Do the blog post. Connect. Engage. Make relationships. Go make that stuff happen. And you can do that without spending a ton of money.
0: Right. Exactly. So, someone needed to hear that. <laughs> somebody,
1: needed to somebody, hear that. Somebody, somebody needed to
0: hear well, that. Somebody needed to hear that.
1: Well, it's... You know, it's funny, I got an email from a client, a previous client, she's like, you know, hey, I've got a couple projects, and there's always this sort of like, I've got multiple projects, right, that this enticing thing for me, and it's, you know, but, you know, I'm really on a budget because of, and I just, again, I don't want it. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, that's not the way... That's not your client. Well,
1: it's not my client, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, that's also not the way to sell me. (laughs) Right. So I'm just going to say, you know, I'm going to do a referral somewhere else, Mm -hmm. and, but... Again, so I, I wonder. Well, how vested is she in making this happen? Mm-hmm. If you know, let let's talk about the needs, and then we'll talk about the investment in meeting those needs. Yeah. Instead of, well, I want to make a, a seven. I want to build a seven-figure business, and my budget is five hundred dollars for this website. Oh. Well, no, I don't know what that is. I was just
0: throwing that out there. Oh, but still, I'm, the ratio is a little, little off.
1: Well, it and it usually is,
0: mm-hmm. you know. And but the- oh, I had the same thing though. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a guy who wanted to make sixty thousand dollars in 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 three months, and he wanted to spend eight grand. I said, "You show me how to do that, and we are in business." Right? Because that's a that'd be a great business, but that that's realistically, uh, you know pretty impossible to to create a business over that, but to get back to where we were to yeah. cir- circle back <laughs>
1: circle back I speak
0: I, I, I swear I'd love to see people's notes because it has to go like like here's <laughs> this like and then they must shift over to the right and then like okay now we're back people it's, need to make sure they're like sitting still and uh, listen they do they do so circling back to you know you're spending forty to fifty thousand bucks a month that's that's a good amount of ad spend mm-hmm. you know spending a hundred thousand dollars a month that's a good amount of ad spend spending you know even more than that is a lot so if you guys are to that point and you're looking to do stuff, just a couple tips that we do is we actually use American Express cards. American Express cards, you can get like the Plum card. Uh, it has uh, like unlimited spend, which you know you can go buy a a, a Rolls Royce if you wanted to <laughs> for a hundred grand, but you have to pay it off that month. So just know that, but the points are great. Like you get 1.5% cash back right now, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do. Like we use American express, we do all our transactions. So when we're doing hundreds of thousands of dollars in ad spend, I mean that, that racks up for, for the cash back. But keep in mind, like there's a reason that we're spending that much money. We don't go out and just lay 50 grand down and hope that it brings back something like we scale at a slow pace. But at a steady pace, enough that mm-hmm. we can, you know, uh, make a good profit. To which April came, right? That was April. To yeah. so where we did, we did one hundred. It was actually one hundred and like twenty three thousand dollars is what we brought in in, in thirty days. Mm-hmm. And you know, we had about a fifty. I think at that time, like a forty to fifty thousand uh, dollar ad spend budget, paid it off because Teespring pays you uh, three days after the campaign ends. Mm-hmm. Paid the credit card off, and then now we know what that took. What it took to to get there. It's like okay, let's. But just you also had it.
1: tangible numbers to look at. Absolutely to get there so you know i'm just gonna do generic numbers but i mean if you knew that okay well it cost me three grand to make 10 Mm -hmm. the logic is that okay well i could spend six to make 20 and so you start scaling i mean Mm -hmm. i remember initially like being nervous about like a 15 dollar a
0: day and it's like oh yeah oh me too
1: i mean and so you have you definitely step into those things as you're going along
0: you need somebody to push you though
1: you absolutely do <laughs> cause because was, you won't.
0: No, you will not. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I had a, I'm like my. I was out in, uh, in Florida, and I was spending I think uh, ten dollars a day. And a good friend of mine, Rob Kosberg, I tell the story all the time because it's it's funny, but it's also real. And I was like, they're like, well, you know, what are your goals? And I was like, well, I want to make $5,000 a month or $10,000 a month, I think is what I was saying. And they're like, okay, well, how how are you going to get there? I said, well, I'm going to sell, you know, X amount of shirts. Okay. So we were basically, they're backtracking for me. So they're like, well, how much? Does a shirt like how much can you convert a shirt at? Which means how much ad spend do you have to spend to make one sale? Mm -hmm. I was like, well, $8. So they said, okay, so you're spending 10 bucks a day right now and you're selling one and a half shirts apparently for the 10. I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. They're like, okay, so what, what, what would you be comfortable with uh, spending per day to get to your goal? And I was like, well, um, you know, I probably could up it to 20. $20 $20 and you laugh and you, you never heard the story but, but no I'm laughing sort
1: of, just because of where you are now oh yeah yeah.
0: but like like I had this guy Rob Cosberg right next to me Rob Cosberg I love that dude like he's so funny like we're cool friends now and like, it's, I'm, like that day he like we bonded right like mm-hmm. that this and it's leading up to this point to this exact point and uh um, we're going to go to commercial. And so
1: no, <laughs> no, I'm all, we have commercials Clip,
0: cliffhanger because <laughs> the American express, they yeah. just paid us lots of money for that. So, so Rob Kosberg he hears me say this and he drops his water bottle, but he goes, he goes, he dro- he just, he, you just hear this like, like, Oh, <laughs> like, cause I'm like, I, you know, I, I'm here. I'm I'm trying to be like real. I'm like, I, I'm, I think I'll do 20 bucks today. And I, he just like he's making fun of me because he's like whoa 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 big spender here you know <laughs> I'm like well what, what would you do and he like like what well, can you can you do a hundred I was like Phew, <laughs> Phew, I guess and then like I'm out there stretching you know going crazy I'm like hundred bucks hundred dollars a day be in the moment you know, be in the moment be in the moment I got it. and so I went back and uh, I started doing hundred dollars a day which is you know three grand a month really and you know what. We got to our goal. We made our goal. We sold the amount of shirts. We 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 started making six to ten thousand dollars a month. I was like, holy crap! Here, all
1: this this you, works. This
0: works. It's spending a little bit more and spending a little more risk. And then, but it but I would I probably still be in a different position today if it wasn't for that conversation we had with Rob.
1: You need somebody to, who's going to call you out.
0: He totally called me out. I
1: I only work with people who are willing to say, well that that's an excuse. Yeah. Right or who are going to call me out and say, is that true? Mm-hmm. Is that true, or is that just something you're telling yourself now? And as I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about the things that we invest in in our business, it's funny because there's there's always great courses and products, right? But those you have to know yourself well enough to say if if I decide that well I need this video training course, well let let's look at how many other video training courses we've bought right? And and have we gone through those and have we done those and have we shown up? Because you actually don't need those skills to show up to make video. You need to just show up and do the video and and, mm-hmm. and do something with it. What will help you though, is if you're willing to step up and say, call me out, get that mentor, get that person, get that group, get those friends, whatever that looks like for you. But that investment will drive you further than you know the best plugin, widget, program, whatever it is. If you're, Because I've learned way more through mentoring and masterminds than any course and I'm not knocking courses but I know myself well enough that what happens is I'll get enthusiastic and I start going through it and then I'm like I really don't need this now so I truly only buy something if I'm like okay well you better step up you know doing this with Camtasia or ScreenFlow or whatever you're doing because it's totally relative to what you're doing so you have to look at so many people think oh I'm going to give an example and this is totally not a bash because I've not gone through it Marie Forleo. Do you know who she is? Hmm? No. Okay. She's pretty big in the internet marketing space, and she has a program called B-School. I think it's a couple thousand dollars, and it's, she's got a huge, huge network of big marketers who support her and hmm. promote her. And it's one of those things that if you follow any of them, when she's launching it, you have a tendency to get 52 emails about <laughs> B-School, right? <laughs> she's doing something right. I, I commend her. I don't know her personally. I like her marketing. I like her videos, all that stuff. But... I can guarantee you, if you're thinking, should I invest in B school because I don't think you get one-on-one with her? I don't think you get that. You're going to be better off hustling yourself and investing in someone to work one-on-one with you mm-hmm. than to be a part of a group because they know how to sell and write copy and do all those things. But you have to know you. Like accountability works for me. Mm-hmm. If I tell somebody publicly that I'm going to do something, I'm going to show up. It was like, like <laughs> had I not said to Trey, yeah, I talked to you. I talked to Jason and Christie, I want to hire the video crew. Like had I never told him or talked to him or he suggested and I'm like, okay, I'll do it. Well, then it would have been really easy for me to, to back out and say, Oh, I don't need to do this because I didn't put it out there. I didn't Mm -hmm. keep myself accountable for it. Um, okay. I want to go back to your business now because you've stepped into other things because when I told you we're sitting here, we're not just sitting in the podcast studio. We're sitting in their offices now Mm -hmm. they have, there's a shipping department behind me Mm -hmm. on one wall and the other wall, there's some offices and there's a big dry erase board and sort of, what do you in the middle space? I saw it, Dylan yesterday was kind of packaging and doing stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then there's two front offices for Trey and his brother.
0: And a swimming pool. <laughs> Slide. And a chef. And a chef.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's a great warehouse that they put walls up in, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: It does it looks really nice. And it it does look good. But uh but yeah, what do you want what do you want to talk about?
1: But did you see this happening? Is this you know I think because what happens is people hear this and there might be a lot of people that are like well, I don't want a warehouse or I don't want offices, sure, you know, sure, and, yeah. and like, I love working out of my house. I, mm-hmm. I'd love to actually build an office at my house. So it's kind of traffic set. sucks. Tra- oh, I took pictures. Did you see those? I took pictures driving from, I left my house before five thirty on Monday morning oh. and it took me two hours. I'm in traffic in the house. Room. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> those stairs will kill you. Sometimes I had a shoe in the way. Bad day
1: bad day <laughs> bad day i tumbled <laughs> i
0: tumbled up the stairs <laughs> yeah bad. traffic was always always a uh, always a so in the uh Ugh. in the area
1: yeah pretty much so but i mean did you see yourself here you know cuz i do think a lot of people might be thinking my whole point in in wanting to dive deep, deeper with you is all of these things happen one day at a time they do as you worked your butt off though yeah right <laughs> so I mean, the fact that there's a shipping department behind us, how did that even happen? Like how did you step into shipping physical products?
0: Yeah, so well, well uh, we read a book called "8020" by Perry Marshall, and that might be in the show notes. And so with all that, uh, we started learning how much a fan was worth to us, and we found out that they were worth about seven dollars uh, per month, and we had a $300,000 fan base, which is about a 2.5 million. Dollar a month um, base to where we were just selling T shirts and we're making hundred grand, you mm-hmm. know, or hundred twenty grand a month. And it's like we're missing out a little bit here, guys, because <laughs> you know we're. Well, I thought we were doing good, but we're we're not doing so good. You know, it's really weird how you can twist that. And so I was like, we need. It's to, all need. about
1: getting a different perspective. Isn't it, it
0: is. It was mm-hmm. different. Yeah, was taking a little different view. And so that window we got we got a little clear. It's kind of like the fly um, that that's on the window, and it's like. Bzz, bzz. And like you're looking at him, and you're like, "That fly's so stupid," <laughs> like you know, and you're like looking at that fly because he's trying to go outside. He yeah. can't get through the window, but he just keeps hitting his head. Totally. Like, bzz, bzz, bzz,
1: bzz, bzz. <laughs> you have to tell. I, I Trey gave me another fly analogy. Believe it or not, the fly in the windshield. The, oh yeah, we can talk about that T- because I think it's it's right in line with what you're talking about. Almost, almost. Because okay. with
0: this fly, because all all he had to do. He's flying at this window and, like, really hard and hitting the hitting the hitting the window. But all he had to do was turn around and fly the other way and go out the door because it was open the whole time. Yep. Because he could have got to where he wanted to be, which was outside. Mm-hmm. But he kept trying the wrong path. Right? He kept knocking his head against the window. Totally. Right? And we do that sometimes when all we have to do is kind of turn around and go a different direction. And, and we would have th- been to our Right. And if
1: you don't know the direction, you find someone who's doing it. and Exactly. <clears throat> model them, whatever that looks like.
0: Exactly. So we were selling T-shirts. And I was like, hey, we're doing really good. We're doing $100,000 a month. I only saw T-shirts, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't see this other world of just physical products. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, why would someone want to sell physical products and make money? Dumb. <laughs> so we, we looked at that, and I was like, okay, well, <clears throat> the calculation showed that only about 3% of our audience was buying T-shirts. So we were missing out on all the other ninety seven percent which meant like realistically we weren 't showing them an item they wanted mm-hmm. so it was now up to us to come up with those items that we felt that they would want, uh, and we did research on the, to, to find those items right. Uh, and that's when we started shipping and, and the house, we started having the staff because the phones started ringing, Mm -hmm. right? They people, people wanting to order, order product. And I was like running around like I, like I had hats, different hats on. I was, I was Mr. Call guy. Like there's like, we actually have fun. Like I'm called Hunter Trey (laughs) because sometimes I have to get in the Hunter outfit and get on video. And so everybody's always making fun. They're like, where's Hunter Trey at? Uh, You know, or, or whoever. And so it just realistically, it's like, yeah, I I was playing all these roles Mm -hmm. in that, I couldn't produce like what I do best. Like I do really good at two things mm-hmm. and all the other stuff I suck at. Like I'm not good at it. Like, I'm not good at shipping. I'm not good at, you know, doing some other stuff like answering phones or, or answering emails. Cause I get really strict and like things, probably things I shouldn't say. And so that's not, <laughs> not a good fit for me. Yeah. So we started have we started to have to hire this so I could mm-hmm. take away from those. And so the house, we actually filled the entire upstairs with desks. And whiteboards, and the whole upstairs of our loft was just office. Mm-hmm. And then when we started selling more product, our my my um my kitchen or my you know dining room started filling up with boxes. And it always, everybody's like, like I have friends come up and go, I didn't know you were moving. <laughs> we're not moving. That's our freaking product that you know has needs to go out.
1: And let's, I want to just point out, you had never had an e-commerce store. You had never done Mm-mm. any sort of physical shipping. So. Each step of the way, you're figuring this out as you go.
0: Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's how it goes, right? Like a yeah. problem occurs. Well, now you got to fix that problem. How does totally. that work? Like, like everybody has different problems. Millionaires have problems just as many problems as you have, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Bills might not be their problem, but they have other issues going on.
1: Well, they've got bigger bills.
0: They got bigger bills, or bigger issues, or bigger mm-hmm. things that they have to, you know, figure out. So, so with that. Um, the, the, there's always that goal in mind. The The main goal, the main focus is we want to build a $12 million business and we mm-hmm. want to sell it for 25. Nice. So that's, that's the goal. So when you, when you ask like, did you see yourself having a warehouse? No. Mm-hmm. Did you see yourself staffing, staffing the, the entire upstairs of your loft? Nope. Do I know where we're going to go next? Nope. But wow. what I do know is we're, we're getting to $12 million a month and then selling the business. 12 million a month, 12 million a year. Okay. I'm all, wow. But well, we could, why <laughs> not? You know what? Well, Screw it. Let's just do it. <laughs>
1: But I, I, I don't know. I, you know, the point of it is you've, you've just, you keep stepping into it. Mm-hmm. Right. And you do. And I we think keep
0: showing up every day,
1: keep showing up. And I know no for me, I've gotten like, it's funny because as I talk about doing this podcasting and for me, you know, I've always held myself back because I'm like, I've done the imposter syndrome piece a lot. Like, well, who am I to do this? And as soon as I started owning, well, I got to do this my way. And I've, I've had success and I know why I'm passionate about this and I know how to do it. all of those things. It's like, it doesn't matter any of that stuff. But for a long time, I didn't want to step into those things because I just, I had this stuck in my head of, of service and, and having to be hired as it was, I had all these, I had all these butsos. Mm-hmm. I did completely in my head. And I was like, well, you get to do this how you want be the be the white glove experience of done for you right do that show up you get and when you love it when you make a conscious choice and it was simply looking at things differently that's mm-hmm. all I had to do it was like mm-hmm. shift the way you're looking at this and where do you want to be and and how are you going to get there because it's not going to be with $2000 websites which you mm-hmm. don't want to be doing anymore anyways right mm-hmm. and i don't but it's it's where do you want to be and how do you want to show up so that has been a huge difference for me and so i think you know I just want last thing before we wrap up. I don't even know how long this is. Um, So tell me if you can share with them, which Trey shot a great video from yesterday, but what is your, what are you thinking with the podcasting? Like what's your, how's this been for you recording a bunch of episodes to launch uh, the Mr. On
0: It podcast? Well, I'm a pretty busy dude, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. We got a lot of stuff that that needs to get done. Um, You know, like, yeah, well, yesterday, Kim got a little bit of a feel for it. I mean, we showed up and by the time we turned the lights on, we were leaving. It's pretty much <laughs> what it felt like. Like, Oh, I guess it's time to go. I mean, it goes really fast.
1: We go to lunch at like three. Yeah. We're over at Panera and it's like, Oh, we're standing in line. And Trey's like, Oh, I got a call in 10 minutes.
0: We got to go. It's it back. I'm like, it all works. We're always, we're always on the move. Mm -hmm. So that's always, you know, our lifestyle. Like we're always doing something. We're always going somewhere. Like the drivers are picking us or we're flying somewhere or we're doing an event or, or we're, we're scheduling events or we're writing on the calendars. We're shooting videos. Like there's always something happening and percolating. That's, that's growing our business. Mm -hmm. Like we always watch, you know, where the money's going. But, but why we brought Kim in, is because we don't have the time to go and figure out how the heck you you upload a podcast to iTunes. Mm-hmm. Like, I've thought about podcasts for I don't know how long, but... The first tutorial was like how to upload a, a, upload your podcast to iTunes and then put it on your website. I was like, that's too much. Like, I don't know. There's, I'm not doing that. And then, and then all these other widgets that you have to install. I was like, geez. And then, and then and the, the content and then the time you got to come up with the content and like, it's like, good Lord. So that's why, you know, I never went for it. But then Kim was like, Hey, I do, do, do this, you know, do it for you. I was like, perfect. Fly in here <laughs> to St. Louis. Let's, let's set up shop. Let's get a video crew in here. Mm-hmm. Let's like, let's make this the fullest of the full. And just, you know, we got, we got, you know, two days to, to shoot it. We got, we'll make it happen no matter what. Yeah, And, uh, you know what? It's been great. It's been absolutely awesome. So now we have a full three months of, of podcasting that I get to keep working every day with, mm-hmm. with you still working in the background. And all of a sudden, someone, I'm sure I'm going to get a call and someone's going to be like, great podcast, man. <laughs> I'm like, Shit! Which one did she put up? You know, I will have no clue, and that's well, what that's gonna what's get all a, about.
1: He's going to get a marketing calendar, though. Yeah, and yeah. a Whole launch strategy. Right. So I'll
0: get a, I'll get a reminder like my birthday calendar that just like fills my screen every day. I'm like, oh, looks the podcast is. <laughs> so I'm going to download today. Boxer just so you know. Yeah, yeah Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, today today a podcast. So we'll end it with the uh, flying windshield story.
1: Yes, end it with the flying windshield Cause, story
0: because that that is a good premise for the ending. Um, since we've taught you guys so much and talked forever. <laughs> yeah. Hoorah to you guys who stayed the whole time. Amen. Amen to that and, and learned what a butt so was. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the, the fly in the windshield. So there, there's many aspects of this and you always got to be careful of, of, especially as you grow or you become someone, uh, that's inspired or, or, uh, or inspires others or is just kind of going with the flows or through the motions. So basically, uh, a great, you know, premise of, of a business is someone who's just kind of like, Going through the motions, they're they're making profits, they're doing really, really good. Um, you know, let's talk about Blockbuster, the video store. That was a great great thing. You know, they're 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 selling videos, they're I mean outrageous prices, mm-hmm. right? Six Uh-oh. bucks, seven bucks to get a video to rent it for the night. Yeah. But people did it, because it was the only option. So Blockbuster's like, great, we we got a monopoly on this. We it's awesome. And they're they're are f they're a fly. Mm-hmm. Right? They're just buzzing down the highway, <laughs> just to zoom in there, boom! All of a sudden, smack goes the windshield. Mm -hmm. Right? Guess what showed up? Redbox. Yep. Redbox showed up. And with that, Blockbuster went away.
1: Well, look at Redbox and along those lines, Netflix. Netflix. And I was telling Trey the story of Kodak. I don't know if anybody knows this. They had digital, they had the, the technology for digital cameras. In the 70s. Mm -hmm. But they were thinking they were in the film business, not in the memory business. So you get to decide what type of business you're in and whether or not you want to be the the fly or the windshield.
0: Yep. And then look at Uber to taxis.
1: Absolutely.
0: Taxis are just kind of going along their business, Mm -hmm. collecting their little paychecks. Right. Taking people around, dirty cars. But that was the standard. (laughs) Yep. Right. Look at New York. I mean, that's the standard. Like you just call a taxi, never know who the driver's going to be. He don't call you. No. It's not like, hey, this is Alfred. I'm going to pick you up in a white Nissan, clean car. Airbnb. Right. Trade chartered a jet (laughs) to Las
1: Vegas. Who would have thought? You know, so you start looking at all these things. It's about innovating Mm -hmm. and taking those risks and stepping up. So just make a decision and choose not to be the fly.
0: Right. Just keep keep showing up.
1: Keep showing up. We both are about to say something. All right. It was awesome, Trey, having you back on the show.
0: Awesome. I'm glad to be here. I can't wait till next year.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. I think I need to... Uh I may have to come back to St. Louis sooner with my son because he was ridiculously jealous that I went to a gun range today. But um, as always, you guys, thanks so much for listening. I'd love your comments and feedback and, and of course, uh, a review in iTunes. And, you know, if this has helped you somehow, leave a comment in the show notes. Reach out. Tweet me, whatever that whatever works for you. But the the reviews on iTunes definitely help us get recognized and noticed and further up the chain there. And I will be linking to the Mr. On It podcast and announcing all that so you can get uh, more of Trey's awesomeness. And uh, have an awesome day, you guys. Thanks, as always, for listening. So I've got a question for you. What would your business and life look like if instead of working in your business, you could spend time working on your business? Do you ever feel like you're stuck in the time for money trap? I know I was. I hit a wall and I wasn't sure which direction to go in. All of a sudden, it felt like I'd created a job for myself. I knew I needed leverage to take my business to the next level. I wanted to focus my time and energy on the things I loved doing and was great at, which meant things had to change. So I built a team, created passive income, and decided to really start showing up in my business. If this sounds like you, then take it from someone who has been where you are. You can absolutely shift things and you can do it quickly. I've created a program where not only do you connect with like-minded entrepreneurs, but we create a strategy for your business. And I'm a firm believer in doing things uniquely as yourself. So this is no you know, system where I plug you in and we follow the steps. It's for you and your business. And the bonus is that I'm going to give you the team to do the work you don't want to do. To learn more about working with me, go to the wpchickpodcast.com, enter your email, watch the video, and then let's chat. It's a free strategy session, one-on-one just you and I. Again, that link is the wpchickpodcast.com, and I look forward to talking with you.